Okay, let's move on. And Dr. Cole, next topic, something that I know both you and I have wanted to do for a long time on Sports Medicine Weekly, occupational sports medicine, specifically talking about uh, Chicago Tough, our guys with the Chicago and ladies with the Chicago Fire Department. We're going to bring on a a guest who uh, does his own Chicago Bravest Stories podcast. And uh, he is Vince Zittman, a paramedic with the Chicago Fire Department. 10 years of service and currently assigned to Chicago's West Side. And Dr. Cole, um, you uh, see a bunch of patients uh, of what I call Chicago's tough, right? We do, Steve. You know, at uh, Midwest Orthopedics, we take care of both the Chicago Fire Department and the Chicago Police Department. And unfortunately, these guys get injured, and it, and it is like a sport. It's like this, That's why we like to call it, you know, occupational sports medicine. While they're not, un- unfortunately, getting paid the big dollars, I will tell you that uh, they put their lives on the line, and unfortunately, uh, injuries happen. And the great thing about the Chicago Fire Department is that these guys, really unlike a lot of other work injuries I have to deal with, they, they want to go back to work. They're, they generally love their jobs. Uh, they're career firefighters, uh, and they want to get back as fast as they can, and they want to get back safely and not get re-injured again. So in many respects, when you think about it, it's not much different than a, than a professional athlete. Well, Vince, uh, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. And again, uh, from what I understand, you've been an instructor at the Fire Academy and a member of Chicago Fire Department's mobile medical response team. That's a bike team. You also own your own PSP Academy, which is a gym specializing in training police and fire candidates, planning on going into public service. Um, you have quite a thing going, don't you, Vince? Yeah, you can say I'm 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 relatively busy, and that's all. You know, um, I've been with the Chicago Fire Department for ten years, and listening to Dr. Cole talk about how the mentality of the firefighters and paramedics on our job, uh, it is a unique thing that. You know, when we get hurt, we strive to get back. Um, it's a mentality. We don't want, when we get hurt and we're off the job, we actually feel like we're letting our guys down. We're feeling like we're letting our crews down and that, um, you know, we're we're not able to be there when we're needed. And that's part of the mentality and the brotherhood of the fire department that makes us unique. And, you know, if you're working on athletes and other things like that, I think the group of uh, members of the Chicago Fire Department are unique in that aspect that, you know, we're more than motivated to get back to work. We want to get back there and and be with our guys and, you know, get that feeling of not being there uh, when we're needed, um, you know, and just get back to work. Vince, what's interesting is that I can tell you that, you know, having taken care of the Bulls for, I don't know, 17 years and the Sox uh, as uh, one of the co-team physicians for like 18 years, the best years we have are when there's this cohesiveness in the locker room or the training room that guys say exactly what you just said. I'm going to tell you it doesn't always exist. Uh, and it's a generational thing. And I, I, I want, I wonder, you know, in your culture, uh, I, I have to imagine just, you know, being a firefighter, it sort of breeds that, that, um, there, you guys really, uh, watch each other's backs. Uh, there's, a uh, an issue of sort of, you know, this hierarchy of how many years you're, you've been there, if you're a veteran and so forth, and you help mentor the young guys and, and women, and, um, you take a lot of pride in what you do. Uh, that, that's, that's like, that's just like a professional sports team. There's just so many things that mirror that. Did you, did you get injured on the job? As I understand? I I actually did. Um, I did get injured and I was, uh, treated and just taken tremendous care of by Midwest orthopedics. 
Um, I actually sustained an injury while uh, working on a patient uh, during an EMS run, and the patient, um, due to uh, some apparent drug use, became completely combative. And what I thought was just uh, something minor wound up to be uh, actually one of my biggest injuries ever. I went to put my arm around a patient to kind of control them, and I, I thought that uh, a police officer that was helping us uh, uh, restrain this patient, I thought they actually hit me in the chest. And when we finished the run and everything was fine, I felt a little sore, and I asked the police officer, I'm like, hey, I think, I think you punched me in the chest. And he said, uh, hey, Vince, I didn't even take a swing. And that's when I, I, I had a higher index of suspicion that maybe something was wrong. And what actually happened was I tore the tendon off my pec tendon uh, came off my bicep or my, my, uh, my humerus. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that we, that I see that a lot in weightlifters or people who, you know, violently are doing something and you must have, you know, contracted the, the, the pack very abruptly and then it just, it pulls off the humerus. Uh, but it's one, well, one of the, the, yeah, go ahead. Well, one of the things that, uh, my, uh, um, ortho guy said, cause I was like, you know, I, I lift weights, I work out. How could, you know, and this patient that we're talking about, you know, was a uh, 150 pounds soaking wet. I was like, how is this possible? And he said, well, those injuries are sustained by people who do work out, who have the strength to pull that off. Um, and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, that, that was the first time I've ever injured that. And, uh, um, you know, he kind of explained the procedure and, um, you know, once we got the MRI back, he said, uh, yeah, it's, it's off and you can't rehab that back on. So surgery was the only option at that point. Yep, that's correct. Visiting with Vince Zittnin, he is a paramedic with the Chicago Fire Department. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. Vince is also a host of Chicago's Bravest Stories podcast. So tell us more about that later. But Dr. Cole, going back to Vince's injury, so a torn pectoral tendon and had surgery. How is that surgically repaired? You know, Steve, it's a lot like your biceps tendon surgery I did. We make the exact same incision. It's not very big generally. Uh, the surgery takes about you know 20, 30 minutes. It's not really a lot of drama, but the hard part is that the the individual who has it repaired feels pretty well quickly, but we can't let them do much for an extended period of time because of the risk of re-injury. So we'll typically put them in a, we, you know, we make a small incision. We uh, suture the tendon back to the bone. Uh, this is an area that I've had a lot of interest in in actually developing uh, devices or anchors because the bone in the humerus is very hard. And we don't like to drill big holes in it because of the risk of fracture uh, with activities. So we've developed some really unique uh, implants to repair the pec muscle tendon back to the bone. So that part's actually the easy part. It's the hard part is for for someone like Vince is that he probably was in a sling for six six to eight weeks and wasn't really allowed to even contemplate going back to full duty for at least three to four months, and it can be six to eight months in some instances. So uh, I deal with this in a lot of bodybuilders as well. So it's pretty easy to fix. It's just the bad part. It's just the recovery is, is just so challenging because you got to hold them back so they don't re-injure it. And Vince, how are you, you feeling you now? Talk about like, your rehab. Um, well, so one of the things that, you know, I wanted to mention that um, even though it was uh, torn off from the, um, the bone of my humerus, I wasn't in any pain. Uh, I started to have some significant bruising 
but um, you know, when especially uh, when we get injured from the Chicago Fire Department, we go on to what we call a medical layup procedure, and we're only allowed to leave our house for certain things. Um, like, you know, uh, medicine, rehab, religious services, obtaining food, child care, stuff like that. Sounds like, um, uh, sounds like COVID, Vince. Yeah, it, it was very much house arrest, you know, yeah. it's very yeah. much house arrest. And, and so for someone who is relatively active, it, it's, it's terrible. And, you know, wanting to do stuff, especially when you feel fine, um, you know, the only thing that really slowed me down was physically getting the surgery and being stuck in that sling. But when I got the okay to start my rehab, because I couldn't even start going to my physical therapist uh, for a couple weeks after the surgery. But uh, when I got to rehab, I felt like a kid in a candy store because I was able to do stuff, you know, anything that I could do that wasn't involving my arm, I was doing, you know, anything with my legs, anything with my other arm, anything. Just, you know, I was just so glad to be out of the house and I just... You know, I was supposed to be in, in physical therapy for an hour, and I would wind up spending, you know, two, three hours there. So, Vince, um, ultimately, how long did it take to get you back to work? And then I want to ask you about your 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 uh, your side your side job here, which sounds pretty fascinating. <laughs> I wanted you to tell us uh, briefly about it, it, but how long it, before you got back to work? It actually took me four months to get back to work, and that was four months of really hard selling my doctor. He, he wasn't... Um, you know, and he flat out said, you know, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable with you coming back at this time, but you know, I'm in his office and I'm, you know, doing a push up and swinging my arm around, you know, just trying to let him know that, you know, I'm ready to get back. And I yeah. assured him with my whole heart that I would take it easy. I would let, you know, the guys around me do the majority of the lifting, which is, you know, um, hard to do. Um, but, uh, it, 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 you know, my understanding, you know, just like Dr. Cole said, you know, up to six months was the actual, um, you know, uh, proper time for recovery. And I really worked hard to sell the fact to um, my ortho that I was ready to come back. So tell us about your, your activity now, if you don't mind. I'd love to hear about your podcast and what your mission is. Oh, well, uh, thank you for asking. Um, me and a couple other, um, they're, they're both uh, firefighter paramedics as well. And we run a host a podcast called Chicago's Bravest Stories, and it's uh, stories from uh, Chicagoland's uh, first responders and actually across the country. We uh, talk to police officers, firefighters, paramedics. Um, you know, uh, we've had our uh, chaplain right after he retired of almost, you know, having almost 40 years uh, as the fire department's chaplain. We've had him on telling stories, and he had some amazing stories. Uh, we've had the guy, uh, his name is Kevin Casey, and he was uh, an actor on the movie Backdraft, but his stories um, are even more legendary in the fire service than that movie could ever portray. So, you know, we've, uh, we've, we have had some very, very interesting guests on, and, I you know, I feel honored to be able to sit down and, um, you know, have these guys tell me stories that I would have loved to hear anyways, but to be able to share them with other people is, is a pretty, pretty amazing thing. 
Well, great stuff, Vince. Again, uh, he is the host of Chicago's Bravest Stories podcast, and I'm sure people can find that uh, as they do with our show, wherever they can find a uh, their podcast audio. Correct, Vince? Yes, sir. Uh, it's available on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Fantastic. Hey, great, uh, great stories, and uh, we appreciate you guys and uh, the first responders. And I always say, you know, everyone kind of has this this false, uh, you know, hero. They, they always cheer for the, the, the million-dollar athletes, but it's you guys that are the real heroes, the, the fire department, the paramedics uh, going into, you know, the, the fear that, uh, you know, you guys are fearless. It, it's amazing what you guys do, and uh, those are the true heroes. So appreciate everything you do. Well, thank you so much, and, you know, we appreciate that, um the care that you guys uh, give us and the support. And uh, thank you for uh, putting our guys back together. Yeah, it's Dr. Cole. Dr. Cole, you guys do a great job uh, honoring uh, the police department with your work at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Vince, stay safe and let us know if there's anything we can do for you. Thank you, guys. Uh, it was an honor being on your show. All right, Vince Zittman, one of the paramedics with the Chicago Fire Department. I'm Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole alongside. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, it's our... Staple the Shar Ask the Doctor segment. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly only on 670 The Score. 